Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There is a college football national championship game tomorrow night. I think there was a time back in the summer where we, we didn't know if we'd get to this weekend. We didn't know if we would get to playoff football in the NFL the weekend that it was supposed to be played this weekend. We didn't know if we would get to a college football national championship game. Certainly we didn't know we'd get to a game that would involve a team from the Big Ten until practically the season started for everybody else. But we're here, and let's talk about it now, From uh, certainly from a, a, a preview angle, but also wagering angle as well. And joining me right now to, uh, to talk a little football is Scott Seidenberg. Uh, you can get him on Twitter, at Scott's On Air. He uh, hosts the football betting show, and he joins me uh, right now here on CBS Sports Radio. Scott, good evening. Appreciate you making time. How you doing? Sean, good to be with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you. I guess before we get into this college football game, wow, uh, this Browns-Steelers game. Now, turnovers will, turnovers will cause the havoc that we're seeing tonight. But how big a, how, how big a factor did you make the Stefanski absence when you were handicapping this football game? For me, it wasn't just the Stefanski, the Stefanski absence. It was without Ward and Johnson. Missing your two starting cornerbacks I thought would be huge in this game against the Steelers' wide receiving core that's amongst the tops in the NFL. And, yeah, I felt yeah. that a lot of the progress that Baker Mayfield has made this year was due to Kevin Stefanski. So I felt that if the Browns found themselves trailing at any point in this game, Baker wouldn't have Stefanski's ear to kind of help coach him up during the game well, the first snap of the game took care of that because the Browns haven't been trailing and probably won't be trailing in this game at all. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, so let's let's look ahead to um, to tomorrow night and the the uh, the Buckeyes. Last I checked, they were a little over a touchdown underdog. I think eight and a half is the last number that I saw. Um, this is going to be unlike any championship game we've seen before, just because of the, the the sheer disparity. In the schedules that the two teams played, Alabama played a full SEC, a season full of SEC games, no out-of-conference games, and then played Notre Dame in the semifinal. Meanwhile, the Buckeyes, they essentially had a bye week in between each of their games, it feels like, over the last month and a half because of the way that COVID impacted their schedule. How do you reconcile the disparity between the roads that these two teams took to get here? I think you have to look at last week as a game that can really show you what Ohio State is capable of. And I'll be honest, I did not think they were capable of pulling that against Clemson. Not because I didn't think they had the talent. It's because I haven't seen them grow throughout the course of a season. Now, normally, you look at an Ohio State team that goes through the, the ringer of an, a Big Ten schedule, and you're like, okay, they're going to go undefeated, and maybe there's that hiccup game along the way, but they're going to grow throughout the season. 
with only six games, I didn't see that growth. So there was moments during the season where you questioned Ohio State, especially in that Big Ten championship game against Northwestern. You certainly questioned them. All questions were answered last week against Clemson. And the only thing that worries me now heading into the national championship is whether that Clemson game for this Ohio State team was their championship. We know about the loss last year. We know about the signs in the locker room. We know about the motivation going into last week. And I think at this point, you don't worry about what happened during the regular season. You don't worry about the 6-0 and regular season record. You're worried about the seventh game that Ohio State played, and that was last week against Clemson. And that's really the team that you have to prepare for if you're Alabama. So Alabama, I mean, this offense has been nothing short of, uh, of incredible this year. Um, you know, with the three-headed monster, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, and then uh, Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith. Um, is this Ohio, where does this Ohio State defense stack up compared to some, some recent Ohio State defenses, and what kind of chance do you give them to at least slow down this Alabama offense? I don't think there is any slowing down this Alabama offense. <laughs> I mean, Ohio State can hang with them defensively, but they haven't had to play a team that's even close to Alabama's level offensively. And you mentioned the three-headed monster that they have. Well, before the season started, no one was talking about Devontae Smith as the number one wide receiver on Alabama. It was all about Jalen Waddell. And he yeah. goes down and Devontae Smith emerges and wins the Heisman Trophy. Well, lo and behold, Jalen Waddell's been practicing this week. And Nick Saban said the other day that we don't know if he's going to be good to handle a full game, but he certainly will be dressed for the national championship and he could play at some point. So if you're telling me now... I have Jalen Waddle on the field in addition to Devontae Smith with Najee Harris. This Alabama offense will have its way with Ohio State's defense. The question now is, can Ohio State keep up with Alabama and score with them? And I actually think they can. So you think if this thing is into a, you know, the, the proverbial tennis match, uh, that, that Ohio State can keep up? Because, look, Alabama wasn't tested in that semifinal game against Notre Dame. My, my feeling on Notre Dame was Notre Dame's going to have to have an onside kick at some point in this game. They're going to have to steal a possession or two. You think Ohio State can stand in and trade blows with this Alabama team, and, and if they turn it into a shootout, then Ohio State's perfectly comfortable playing in that kind of game. Well, think about the game that we saw Alabama play against Notre Dame. Like you mentioned, you, you never felt that Notre Dame was in that game. But Alabama right. jumped out to a 14 nothing lead, and then they just kind of put it in cruise control. They scored 31 points. They hold Notre Dame to 14. Notre Dame with the late touchdown, backdoored everybody. We get it. Ohio State's offense is better than Notre Dame's offense. Ohio State can score 24 points against this Alabama defense, which has been good, but has also been known to give up big plays. We saw the game against Ole Miss, where they just gave up tons of yardage and tons of points, 48 points in that game. We saw the game against Florida, where Kyle Trask had a monster game and put up 46 against them. So Justin Fields is capable of scoring against this Alabama defense. Will it be enough, though? I go back and forth on this game a lot, Sean, because of the high spread. I do yeah. think Alabama wins this game. I just don't know if they cover the high line. If Alabama's going to score 31 to 35 to 37 points, Ohio State can get to 24 to 27, and that's good enough to cover this number. Yeah. Yeah, what are you seeing the number at right now? As I mentioned, I saw 8.5 earlier today. What's, what's been the movement on this line? Where's the money going on this game? Um, you know, what are the books rooting for in this thing? 
So it opened up at seven, and the line has moved uh, ever since. And it's eight and a half at uh, FanDuel points bet, which are the online, you know, that's legal in some states. DraftKings has it all the way to nine, actually. Mm. If you like Ohio State, that's where you have it. MGM's got it at eight and a half, and Caesars is hovering around eight. So that's kind of where it's going right now. The money is all on Alabama, though. Uh, as we speak, Sean, right now at, you know, approaching 930 in the Eastern time zone, 72% of the money is coming in on Alabama, 55% of the bets on Alabama. So you got more money coming in the tide. People expecting Alabama to roll. And if this is similar to last year, you look at the way that Clemson came out last year and defeated uh, Ohio State in the semifinal, and then they run into an absolute buzzsaw that was LSU, right? And they get rolled in the national championship. Is that the, the similarity to this year? Is this year's Alabama, last year's LSU, and is last year's Clemson, this year's Ohio State? That certainly could be possible. You had a feel on the total of that game, Scott? 75 so, and a half is what I'm seeing? So high, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really is. And, and I, I want to go under just because I think it could be a game in the 60s. Like, like I said, 31-24 was like my initial read on this game. I could see it even going higher. Maybe it's a 36-31 game. Played in the 60s and the low 70s, I don't see it getting into the 80s, which is where, like, you know, this line actually opened up and it was close to 80. 75 and a half, I want to go under, but I can't sit there, watch both of these teams play, knowing that I have the under and kicking myself watching this being played 30-something, 30-something, and having to sweat out 75 and a half. Yeah, it's a big number, no doubt. Scott Seidenberg, the football betting show, joining me on CBS Sports Radio. Um, Scott, once the Browns take care of business uh, tonight, I'm assuming they're going to hang on to a 28 nothing lead um, against a, a quarterback that can't throw the ball more than 20 yards downfield. So we'll see. If, that would be very Cleveland for them to blow a 28 nothing lead. But let's assume the Browns move on in the playoffs. It would be the Browns traveling to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs and then the Bills would be um, would be facing the um, the Ravens, and then it's already all set over on the NFC side of things. Have you take have you had a chance to take an early look at some of these games for next week and the early lines on those games and thoughts on what direction you think those games might end up going? Yeah, I, I think the most intriguing game is probably the Bucks Saints. Uh, the Saints right now a three and a half point favorite, but we saw what happened when both of these teams faced each other this year. It was the first game of the season. The Saints won thirty four twenty three, and then. Uh, you know, later in the year was the blowout. Was that uh, 38-3 to three or something like that? 38-3, that yeah. to three, yeah, was the score when the Saints blew them out. So it's very hard in the NFL, Sean, you know, to beat a team three times in a season. We saw it with the, you know, the, the Titans, and they played the Ravens last year in the playoffs. They played the Ravens the regular season this year, and now they lose to them today in the playoffs. So I think the Bucks are, are an interesting play, getting the points, especially if it's over a field goal. In a game against the Saints, you know, Tom Brady in the playoffs. And I think the Packers actually roll the Rams on Saturday. Packers are laying a touchdown. And I just, in, in, in Lambeau, I don't see Green Bay losing, not for this Rams team that's limited offensively. We saw how great their defense was, but offensively they can't hang with the Packers. So I think the Packers will roll on them. Uh, I like the Bills and the Chiefs to match up in the AFC Championship game. I think that's going to be the best matchup. I'm very intrigued by the Bills and the Ravens. Um, Kansas City, they've been a team that you're waiting for them to flip the switch, right? Yeah. Here they are, 14-2, and two, but look at all these one-possession games that they played all season long. You know, take the Jets blowout out of, out of the equation, but 
all these one possession games that they played, you would think sooner or later it's going to come back to bite them. But maybe this is a team that, after winning the Super Bowl last year, understands what it takes to get back to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And maybe they really just did put it into cruise control this year, knowing that once they get to the postseason, those are the games that really count. So I'm very curious to see what the Chiefs look like next week. It'll be interesting because you know how that's going to go, Scott. If they end up losing in the playoff, you know, they end up losing a close game either in the divisional round or in the conference championship game to whoever they play. You know how that's going to go. The one-score games will get reverse-engineered into the reason for the, the losing or the winning. If, if they lose, mm-hmm. it'll be, well, you play with fire, you get burned. Or if they win, they'll especially a close game, it'll be like, boy, they were so battle-tested during the year playing these close games they were real comfortable playing in games like that you know you know how that analysis goes after the season's over of course we can re- we can write the stories however we want that's, that's right part of doing this job that's right that's right scott seidenberg the football betting show joining me on cbs sports radio scott really appreciate you making some time appreciate the insight enjoy the game tomorrow night my friend and i'll leave you with one note sean the underdog in the college ball playoff national championship game Five and one against the spread since its inception. Ah, uh, take that, Buckeyes. There you go. Take that eight and a half, nine, whatever it is you got. Scott Seidenberg giving you a little nugget on the way out the door. All right, good deal. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.